now serving butter and bacon. The good stuff. said that LeBron James is currently the third best player in LA. Which is like mind-blowing when you figure last year everyone was still calling him the best player in the league. And I needed your hot take on whether LeBron James is now the third best player to even play in the city of LA. No, I disagree. Would you put I, him I, as second best? Uh... I think I would still put him at number one. Really? Hmm. Oh. Yeah. He definitely pumps I'm... up the crowd better than Kawhi. Yeah. <laughs> that audio was painful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was fantastic. I might have to put that into the outtakes. <laughs> no, I'd put it in right here if I were <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, now, would you please make noise for Clippers forward, Kawhi Leonard? Hey, hey, hey. Welcome, Clipper fans, to the game tonight. It's going to be a great season. We want, we're going to work hard every night. And let's get it going. We're going to see them energized. Sometime when, sometime when one of us makes it an especially bad joke. <laughs> that never happens. <laughs> They're all wonderful. Yes. I mean, unless LeBron is you know, super old LeBron, which I don't think he looks like he's super old LeBron yet. I, <laughs> I don't think you can say any anybody else is, is better, in, you know, in my opinion. Well, he's like Kyrie Irving in the old man out uh, makeup. <laughs> Uncle <laughs> For Drew. the movie. Uncle Drew. <laughs> That's the best. Uncle Bron-Bron. No, oh. I, I, I just don't think you can... I don't think that you can put him away yet. I don't think you can put LeBron out to pasture yet. Even though, man, his hair is, is such a struggle. He's got the struggle hair. Well, he's wearing the headband, which doesn't make it any better. No, that's not helping his buzz. He's wearing the headband, which, like, pushes it up in the front. Right. And it's like a doormat up against the door. <laughs> Or and like then the when towel you, on the floor in the bathroom. <laughs> when you when he leans his head down to shoot free throws, and they have that camera yes. real close in yes. on his head, yes. you can see. I mean, it's like a map with like different <laughs> colors for the countries. You can see where his hair is different colors in different places on his scalp, and the tech the hair like texture that you know is different. So. It, it's, you know, it's it's a joke. Like, how can you go? No, you can't do that. You can't go from, like, bad to better. That's not His how hair works. is the former Yugoslavia. <laughs> I, I just, you know, his, his new hair is looking like some kind of, you know, Gorbachev situation somehow. I, you know, the Gorbachev birthmark. Man, I don't know. Should he go full Bill Self? Oh my goodness! All right, is there something going on there? You can't, you can't bring back your hairline from the dead. It, you know, we saw what happened already, LeBron. Come on, we saw what happened. 
We should just change the name of the league to the NHA because the hair is out of control across the league. The hair's completely out of control. Uh, Dwight ha- <laughs> Howard. Dwight what? Howard went from like the you know the previous season. He went from looking you know clean cut. Like, super clean-cut looking, no tattoos. I mean, he looked like he had come straight out of the, the Christian high school that he went to. He's David and Robinson, then, like, part this two. this summer, he goes through some things, I guess, this summer in his in his personal life. And he comes back, and he's got, like, he, he goes from no tattoos to, like, every, all the tattoos. <laughs> Number one. He's lost a ton of weight, which, which is isn't bizarre. Bad. I mean, you know, as, as you get older, that's not a bad thing, but... Yes. Yeah, but I mean, you're used to like he, Superman, super buff, super bulky Dwight Howard, and then yeah. he comes back and he's like Brandon Ingram, Dwight Howard. Like so, it, yeah. So that goes from Carl Malone, Dwight Howard, to David Robinson, who is tats. <laughs> a like he just he looks. I I, I would not. Argue if someone said he was in witness protection. <laughs> like, he looks that His different. face is completely different. His face is, he's got cheekbones. These cheekbones. Yeah. Oh my goodness. He's got the cheekbones and then he's got like the facial hair that accentuates that, that, yeah. you know, darkens the hollow. And then like his hair, he's got like braids and stuff. And they're bleached a little bit. Wow. Like, man, he just looks totally different. Totally different. If someone were watching it, like, in a bar, and they didn't know that that was Dwight Howard, and it didn't say on the screen it was Dwight Howard, you would not recognize Dwight Howard. Well, you know who isn't unrecognizable? Our listeners. Hi. Welcome to Butter and Bacon. We discuss the good stuff of Disney, eventually. I'm Polly, as always. And with us is Amy. Say hi, Amy. Hi, Amy. You listen well. You take directions. That's fantastic. And with us also is Dean. Say hello, Dean. I was worried I was going to be unrecognizable. I don't feel like I've recorded a show in uh, three and a half years. <laughs> yes, uh, we, we recorded with uh, Mr. Bowers. That was a good episode. Yeah, I'm glad you enjoyed. It I was, enjoyed um, it, 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 I, I felt bad editing any of it, and it's still clocked in three <laughs> hours. <laughs> <laughs> the the funniest part was when Polly brought up It's a Small World, and then yes. he started singing the music from El Rio del Tiempo <laughs> from the Mexico Pavilion at Epcot. <laughs> I'm immediately like, sir, <laughs> flag on the play. <laughs> Could not get one over you. Stop the clock. <laughs> Stop the clock. That's a technical two shots and the ball. <laughs> That's a flagrant, sir. Ooh. Ooh. Flagrant red two? Card. Am I out? Red card. You're getting a red card. <laughs> wow. I'm out and I'm out the next game. Uh, but uh, with us, the whole crew is back together. It's great. It's fantastic. Wow. Yay. Wow. And uh, it's been wow. it's been a long kind of you know it's been a long layover let's say a little bit you know a little little bit of a rest a little bit of relaxation so we wanted to talk about 
something that I think isn't talked about that much on a Disney vacation, and that's resting. Sleep. Do you sleep when you go on a Disney vacation? It kind of depends on the vacation, I think, because we were discussing kind of the idea that we had of, uh, you know, the the Disney vacation sleeping habits, and it might change for you, it might change for me, it might change for Amy. Scenes might be different, the situation might make it different, your resort might make it different, your destination might make it different, so I think I'd want to, you know, I'll turn, I'll turn this over to Dean to kind of rein us in a little bit and give us a little bit of structure, but, uh, you know, Dean, talk, talk about what we're going to talk about. Wow. Whoa. That felt meta. Um, wow. Meta world yeah. peace? Metal World Peace. How's his hair? Back to basketball. <laughs> <laughs> Is he still in the Big Three League? Are you kidding? <laughs> Am I? I? I don't know. He had a kind of a sleepy end to his career. <laughs> so uh, dwarves aside, I, I think the, the the motivation for this one really was about. Sir. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sir. That's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It was a long I'm trying, snap between recordings. I'm trying to do. Th- <laughs> I'm trying to do that, that. That Owen Wilson. Have you guys seen that Vine or oh, yeah. that wow. video of wow. LeBron? Wow. <laughs> is LeBron wow. reacting to a to talking to a ref and he's like, wow, wow. They wow. they like overlapped Owen Wilson saying wow over LeBron saying wow and it's the funniest thing. Somebody figured out that he's made something on the order of $3 million of his total earnings saying the word wow. That's not surprising. (laughs) I mean, it's definitely a catchphrase for him. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. Ka-chow. 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 It's just a spin on wow, right? Ka-chow. Right. Ka-wow. Kawhal. Kawhal Leonard? Kawhal Leonard. <laughs> the best player in L.A.? The best player in L.A., possibly. Uh, you know, I are, are people saying that because the Lakers lost that game? Is, is that why? Oh, yeah. It, it's one game. It's the end of the world. <laughs> I mean... 80, 80... How many games? 82? 84? 82. 82. 82. 82. And it's the end of the world. Game two. <laughs> Yes. won by the opponent. <laughs> it's true. I, I kind of I kind of feel like it depends on the team. I feel like with Golden State no. we can no boy, uh, we, we can make an assessment pretty quickly about Golden State. I mean they should have stayed in their old building. <laughs> yeah, it's an old building. <laughs> a new building with Yep, yep, yep. They can thank Draymond Green for all of this, by the way. All of it. All of it. He's the one that got in Kevin Durant's face during the timeout. Was like, "Who cares what what you're gonna say? You're gonna leave anyway. So, so we may as well not even talk." It's like, great. It was like the first month of the season, last season. It, Kevin Durant was like, oh, "Okay, okay, you know, we'll we'll see you next summer." Just quietly, you know, yeah. just quietly letting it simmer in the back of his mind. Hey, Kevin Durant, right, one right. of the pettiest players of the NBA. <laughs> and then, like, as soon as free agency starts, he's like, okay, let's go, Kyrie. <laughs> right. Ah, see y'all. You know? <laughs> what a mess. 
see y'all. See y'all. Bye. <laughs> bye. 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 <laughs> anyway, sorry, Dean. I need no, to. This is... uh, I'm, I'm not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Or I'll take listeners. We'll I'm not. It. <laughs> so I, if I remember, the, the real motivation behind this was really about vacation styles. And I think that if you start to just try to generalize, like, oh, you, do you sleep on vacation? Do you not sleep on vacation? Is it go, go, go? So many times we've heard people say, I need a vacation for my vacation when they go to Walt Disney World. And I wanted to kind of hear what you guys do. I think we all have slightly different takes of how we vacation. And then as we drilled and talked about this, Paul, you, you really started to bring up additional layers that need to be considered. And so uh, I will let Amy off the hook now. This is not a full report of a sleep study from any given vacation. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. Uh, we are now looking for metrics and math. Wow. And yes, that's coming from me. Uh, just want to get a feel for what you think uh, – what rest should look like, you know, as I think about walking down Main Street USA in the Magic Kingdom at 2.30 on a given hot summer afternoon, hmm. and, you know, that, that dad or mom is yelling at their kid about how much money they paid for this vacation and you better enjoy it, I look at them <laughs> and go, those guys either need to cool down and hydrate or they need a nap. Yeah. <laughs> so... I want to hear about what you guys do, and, and, and maybe we'll go sort of destination by destination and think about what what you think the typical family, or your family in particular, needs for rest. Sound like a good approach? Yeah. All right. Well, well Paul, let, let's jump into your family. And, uh, of course, you know, you, you're like me, a family of three with a, a grade school child, your child a little bit older than mine. Mm -hmm. how, how has sleep kind of changed for you over the years as you've had your trips? Let's start with uh, with Walt Disney World, uh, because I think that's sort of the common one of our listeners. Uh, how do you think that that's kind of changed, and what's your current family need when it comes to rest? Well, interestingly, um, our trips are uh, basically our entire lives going to Walt Disney World um, since I've been married have been the first day is we check in. We typically get an early flight. We check in, and our room is not ready. So our first day tradition is we check in either online now or uh, you know in the past go up to the front desk and leave our bags with baggage you know with the porter and change into bathing suits and sleep by the pool and really start right off with a nap just yeah like if they Welcome to vacation. And when my when my daughter was like a toddler, you know, we, we would we're, we're blessed to be part of two DVC families. So we would typically stay at Saratoga Springs or Boardwalk. Uh, both of those pools are very accessible for young young children, and uh, Clownhead notwithstanding. And um, thanks, you know, so Someone would be on kid duty, but you know, uh, grapes would be splashing around while the other parent or grandparents are just snoozing away you know maybe had a beer poolside um maybe not you know, but but yeah i mean we, we would start off with a nap and i think that really sets the tone because we we will typically have an adr um for dinner we won't have anything mainly that's because you never know what's going to happen for travel um so we we will try to not book anything before say six or seven o'clock if it's later in the year when it's like party season our first day may be a Halloween or a Christmas party. Um, we didn't participate in the Pirate and Princess parties or anything like that. Um, and only one time we went down for food and wine. But you know, we, we start with a nap um, on the adult end. Now, that might change our next trip. 
now that uh, Grapes is going to be a teenager. Well, she is a teenager, but for our next trip, she will be a teenager. Um, she might want to go, go, go. But, um, you know, for right now, that's that's kind of how we start off with every trip is, you know, a nap for the adults, some swimming. You basically get into vacation mode by just taking it easy. I am envious right now because <laughs> I've never game planned that way. And I love the way that sounds. I highly recommend it. It just it's such a change in your mentality of get up, get packed, get things in the car, get to the airport, get through security, get there, you know, and then and then just get on the plane, put your bags, and then you're on the plane. Okay, get your drink, get your blanket, maybe. Get off the plane, get your bags, get on the get on Magical Express if, if you don't want to get your bags and then get the rental car and you drive, drive, drive. No, just you, all of that you just leave it behind. It just melts away. Amy, what's your take on this? I'm just imagining falling asleep by the pool and waking up and being as red as a lobster. In the shade. <laughs> In the shade. <laughs> just, we do I, find, yeah, it, no, that is a very good point. We do find, typically, because we're, we're at least five, if not seven, um, in our travel party. So we do tend to, because we do arrive, like, around lunchtime. Typically, the pools are not busy at lunchtime because everybody else is, like, at the restaurants. So we will find the table or a couple tables with the umbrellas. But that, that's a very good point. <laughs> yeah, that could set off. I mean, the sun, the sun does move, you know, as you sleep. The world sun does not care. stop spinning. You can wake up and it's just like, you know, tossing down UV rays on your skin. Florida sun don't lie. <laughs> sun don't lie. So, Paul, after day one, you got this nap, you guys are finally yeah. going. Do you find that you stick to a, a typical schedule like you would at home? Are you pushing it? Are you up earlier than normal, out later than normal? How, how does that work? Uh, well, uh, in in my family, uh, we, we have a tendency to be early risers anyway. Uh, that doesn't change when we're on vacation. Uh, what we'll do, and I'm, I typically don't sleep, um, even <laughs> I've, I've mentioned before on this show and others, that I get between four and five hours of sleep a night on a normal basis, and that doesn't really change when we go to theme parks. Yeah, I think so, I, can, I can color that by saying that on our, our text, our group text between the three of us, <laughs> we'll all text during the day and into the evening, and then from about 10 o'clock on, it's mostly Amy and Paul texting, and that ends somewhere in the 12 to 2 range. Right. <laughs> and then about 6 in the morning, Paul and I start texting, <laughs> yes. and then when it's up, she joins. So. <laughs> Yeah, Polly, I, I, I think Polly is is honestly just a robot. <laughs> <laughs> and he and he plugs himself in to recharge for you know the four or five hours for a good solid full recharge. And then you know he unplugs himself from the wall and he's ready to go again for another day. I can neither confirm nor deny, but in uh, in the theme park world, that actually means that I get up early, I get I take my shower. And then as the rest of my family's getting ready, I'll go out and I'll get coffee from wherever we're staying. Uh, you know, my, my favorites are the Boardwalk Bakery when we stay at Boardwalk. Um, or I will walk over to Earl of Sandwich from our um, Saratoga Springs. I'll get some steps in. I love Walt Disney World at sunrise. Um, it's a lot mm. easier to do when it's not the summer. Yeah. Because <laughs> the sun's not coming up at 5.30. But... Um, you know, it, it's, it's just something about, particularly, again, I, I keep going back to Boardwalk, um, but the way that they hose down the Boardwalk 
and the lights are still on from the night, but the sun is coming up from behind the resort, and it, it's just, it's beautiful. Um, I, I, I love that time, and typically it's me. It's people that are out running, Dean. Um, yeah, so you got the coffee goers and the runners pretty much at that hour. Yep, and um, you know, it's, it's a great time. To just, you could probably get a good mile or two in of walking if you don't want to go for a run. You definitely can get your two or three or five miles in um, before your park day if you are a runner or if you're training for something. Um, it's a really great time of day that everybody else is sleeping in. But then I'll get back to the room with the coffees. Everybody will kind of go, and then we'll, we'll go on to our park day. Um, at the end of the park day, and again, I'm speaking in kind of generalities, um, I will typically stay myself however long the parks are open. Um, the rest of my party will go back to the room to go to sleep because they're normal human beings. Um, there's been a couple occasions, like we had a grand, big, giant family reunion style with like 22 people. Um, my younger cousin stayed with me in the Magic Kingdom until 2.30. Uh, that's when the that's when they were open until 3. Uh, and, you know, and that's when we had the wonderful four rides in a row in Big Thunder Mountain because no one else was there. Uh, but those cousins were dragging again in the morning. I was up and at them. <laughs> robot. That, that robot battery only needs to charge two and a half hours, Amy. What do you think? That's right. Quick. <laughs> yeah. Quick charge. Yeah. It's a supercharger. I'm by. I'm. I'm manufactured by Tesla. <laughs> and he. He is actually the thing that they put all the fuel rods in to recharge them. <laughs> and then the I charge them. <laughs> yes. Yes, that's why you're in the park for, you know, the whole on stamp. Bye. So for me, the park hopping really is a must. I mean, I, I love spending 18 hours a day in the theme park, but it can't be at the same theme park. Um, I, I like getting at least two. Um, you know, we plan that. Since uh, my daughter's been older, we don't go back and do the nap in the afternoon, although we will go and change it up during the day, have a long lunch. Um, but, you know, because we've been to the parks that many, that many times, we can kind of afford to do that and we don't feel like we're missing anything and we typically will have a trip planned within the next couple of years even though i don't have one planned at the moment but uh you know so that's that's one that you know like dean said earlier um that i was mentioning some things i, I think us as disney seasoned veterans can kind of take some things for granted because you can go and feel like you're not missing anything if you hang out by the pool and rest or have a yeah, like like we like to do a long later lunch like around 1 30 just go to tiffin's for two hours you know it, it's not a nap but it is a restful experience you mean you don't want to spend two hours at um cosmic rays starlight cafe <laughs> could you spend two hours the, at cosmic the rays? opposite of restful I mean, could you, I mean, I don't know if I could spend two hours in that space. What's the, um, what's the little counter service place over there next to Star Tours? Um, oh, that one you back go line, in Backlot Express. Backlot Express. You mean you don't want to spend two hours at Backlot Express? Yeah. Well, there at least you can hear explosions every 45 minutes. <laughs> or Jedi training. Yes. Academy, Every like, hour and a half-ish. The young Padawan. Sounds about right. Yeah. It's probably like back-to-back showings at this point. Just like the, the one ends yeah. that started an hour and a half. 
Yeah, the different <laughs> villains walk out as the other ones are walking in. Just a revolving <laughs> door of villains. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I would rather spend a week at Backlot Express than two hours at Cosmic Rays. <laughs> I, harsh man, harsh. Sir, I will differ. I, I, I'll, no, I like I'll, I like the food and the ambiance. I don't think I don't think I could do two hours. I could sit there for a nice long time in the room with sunny eclipse. I could change things. I I, I just love I just love sunny eclipse. I love the show. And the Although music. I just love that. How many times would people look? at your table and wonder when are you going to get up (laughs) (laughs) if they're looking at me and my table wondering when I'm going to get up they need to pay more attention to themselves (laughs) and their fun and their trip because I paid premium price for these front row tickets for sunny eclipse (laughs) oh that's good, but yeah, I mean, that's... has a Cuban though. Just saying, it has a Cuban on the menu. That well, yeah, and uh, that mobile ordering is game changer. Yeah, they have mobile ordering at Cosmic Race. That's what. Well, that's what I'm talking about. That, that's yeah, but you can't go to three lines to get your food. It's no fun. Right. I mean, we've we've ordered on the TTA. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, it's called the People Mover now. Either way. No. Not either way. It's called the People Mover. Oh my gosh! People are people are going to form opinions of you and your parks knowledge based <laughs> on these things. I know, and it's great. <laughs> They're gonna listen to that episode and hear like all the dumb stuff we said and like those bad suggestions for transportation oh, yeah. and be like. This is the worst informed podcast. I don't think planet. these people have ever been to Walt Disney World. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you know, so that's that's my sleep for Walt Disney World. It really doesn't change from my day to day, except I have way more fun during the day. <laughs> <laughs> now, Amy, we we know that you've advertised your take uh, of the vacation is pretty casual. You're not a, a rope dropper to park closer, go 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 on the parks. But how about in general your sleep? Do you, do you find that you you're sleeping in? Do you get up at the normal time? Are you do you like to rope drop? What, what's your guys? Does it different between you and your parents? Is your family uh, doing things differently? Oh yeah, it sure does, Dean. <laughs> <laughs> so so well. Here's how my trips generally begin. It starts with me the day before. <laughs> the day before we fly out so I wake up the day and I start doing you know my packing that you can't do until the day you leave like things that you use you know that you need to be using right up until you leave I start doing all that kind of packing and then I'm the kind of person who goes over and over my list my packing list I do have a packing list so I'm like double checking triple checking and like adding little things all throughout that day that I don't really need but I think well what if I will need it when I'm there I'm that kind of person I'm a terrible overpacker so I do all that packing and then I am always awake the entire night before we fly out because I'm excited to sleep 
because I won't. Yeah, that's that a great is, commercial classic. Yes, it is. <laughs> but that's me. Like, I'm excited, and then I'm, like, nervous, and, you know, just, you know, stressing out about everything. And so, I, you know, I end up, you know, getting back out of bed and, like, oh, I better put that in my carry-on. So, you know, I get up <laughs> out of bed, do that. And I'll get back in the bed for like, you know, 45 minutes. And I'm like, oh, wait, I forgot that. Throw that in. So the entire night I'm awake. <laughs> you know, the, and, and then the morning, like, finally just get up out of bed at like 4.30 or 5, like fed up that I can't sleep. So then I get up. Fine. Fine. <laughs> Fine. Be that way. <laughs> so, <laughs> she so shakes her I'm, fist at herself. Right. You just go in the bathroom. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's so it's terribly frustrating. But it happens every time. And then, you know, we have to get up super early because we drive uh, we drive up to Cincinnati to fly out of the Cincinnati airport. It's so much oh! cheaper to fly out of there. And that it's is, a direct that is your flight. Airport. Yeah, it is my airport. If we fly out of the Lexington airport, it's usually Two to three hundred dollars more expensive per wow. ticket. Plus, there's a layover in Atlanta, wow. and so, so driving you pay more. It's less convenient. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's bad, man. They stick it to us. So we we drive up to Cincinnati, and uh, it's a direct flight from Cincinnati to to Orlando. No stops, no layovers. Which Cincinnati's is a nice airport. Wonderful. I, I spent some time there. It yeah. is. Yeah, oh yeah. Non-stop life. Yay! Yeah, man. So so we fly that non-stop flight, and from there, like, we get, we check in. Usually our room is not ready. So, yeah. you know. Solidarity. We're sitting around the lobby. <laughs> yeah. We're sitting around the lobby, like, killing time, because my parents don't want to go anywhere or do anything until we can get checked into the room. <laughs> like, I think that's a generational thing because neither my parents nor my in-laws want to do anything outside the resort either. You know? We keep telling them, it's like, we're checked in. We can just go to a party. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, maybe it is. So, you know, we're sitting around the lobby and everything. I, there have been a couple times when I just jumped on a bus and said, see you guys. It's just like, yeah. go to whatever park. But... But usually these days, I'm just, you know, go and, and sit on a couch in the lobby and, like, be exhausted because I'm not slept. That's true. You so, you know, no, that's a good point. Yeah, because I haven't slept. So, I'm, you know, I'm tired and usually I'm frustrated because the rooms are, you know, when you haven't slept and you're just, ugh, you know? Everything <laughs> is like magnified. You know, it is, but... Yeah. It, the times when I have gone straight to a park and like on no sleep and just like walked around and like done all these rides and everything, it's been like a weird fuzzy experience of the park because it's <laughs> it's like you're there but you can't it doesn't really absorb that I'm there somehow. Well, I, I mean, I, and it's strange. Correct me if I'm wrong. It's almost like you can't believe you're actually there. Yes. It's like, does this really happen? It's, yes. I don't know. Maybe like kind of delirious somehow. I don't know. And things look weird. Like wow. they look strange. It, the it's castle like looks startling. weird. Yes, it's startling. <laughs> it's like shocking. Startling. It is. Yeah. Yeah. 
then you know we finally get through it and then i'll just like knock out asleep that night finally able to sleep because i can't stay awake physically longer then the next the next day i i wake up you know usually late and then we just roll out whenever we're very casual i mean every once in a while i'll i'll wake up early and then be like don't want to get up for and go to a rope drop nah but but will you yeah. like let, let's say you wake up like around let's say nine would you have like a breakfast or wait for your parents or would you like you know because because you've mentioned before that your parents would just meet you wherever mm-hmm. sometimes we go out together i mean it just depends. Um, I tell you, I know you're always. Also, I'm sorry. I know you're also like us with staying at the DVC. Sometimes just breakfast in the room is just preferable. Yeah, <laughs> I, you know, I'm not a big breakfast eater. Oh, okay. I'm a big proponent of leaving the room on an empty stomach and getting to the park and maybe getting like a Starbucks drink or smoothie or something, and then having an early lunch. Ah between 10 30 and 11 at a counter service place because there will be next to nobody there it will yep. be much more relaxed the, f- the food is going to be fresh for sure because they just opened mm-hmm. that's and, a great uh, point enjoy that and then you know just take your time there eating your lunch i usually take at least an hour to just like sit there and and think okay what am i going to do the rest of my day and it's usually at Consecrate is usually where I do my <laughs> early lunch, and I I have like the best seat in the house for sunny eclipse, and I'm eating my you know usually eating some kind of like veggie burger or something like that barbecue, and uh, by the time that I leave there, it's usually about 11:30, and the people are just like pouring in, and, and I'm like a salmon <laughs> going against the stream, <laughs> yeah, and I'm leaving, I'm like, whoo, missed y'all, bye. You know? uh, that's actually yeah, great I advice, mean, um, you know, particularly at Epcot, because with World Showcase opening later, you get there, even if you get there late, but if you have, like, a, a lunch ADR at World Showcase, as soon as they open, that food is fresh, it's hot, and it's going to be empty. Yeah, there'll be nobody in there. If you're there'll a buffet eater, that, that's a good approach to a buffet, especially. No, that's true, too. Yeah. Go Beer to a garden. buffet when they first open. Yes, yes, Mm -hmm. yes. And Mm -hmm. I know you said you're not a breakfast eater, but that that early Crystal Palace before the park is open? Ooh. The best. Be able to take all of your pictures with the empty park. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Cool. Okay, so, so far it doesn't seem like either of us change our sleep habits when we go on vacation. You know, I usually do go to bed earlier, but when I wake up in the morning, doesn't change all that much. You know, so I am getting more sleep, but it's not really doing much with when I wake up in the morning. It's just, you know, dead dead to the world for longer at night. (laughs) (laughs) Just like knocking out of sleep earlier. Well, the beds are comfortable, too. Man, but uh, they—I think—I think they feel 
more comfortable than they are because you're just tired, man. If you're tired you're and just you like, just walk 12 miles. Yes. <laughs> you're just like, give me the bed. Yes. <laughs> give me a bed. Give me any bed. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. But I have a feeling that Dean's sleep pattern is changed from when he's at home to when he goes to Walt Disney World. I bet Dean sees a lot of sunrises in Walt Disney World. <laughs> I, well, to be fair, I see a lot of sunrises at home too, so that's yeah, not yeah, different. That's cool. oh, okay. um, but yeah, no, the the uh, you actually put it in my head when you're talking about earlier. We have gotten to the point now that we always take that first flight out in the morning out of Hartford, yeah. and that's sometimes as early as 6 a.m. So we've gotten to staying at the airport hotel the night before because the exact reason Amy described, like, I can't sleep the night before vacation. I'm too excited. I'm kind of thinking, did we have everything? And I also do the whole thing of, like, I close my eyes and I fall asleep. And then I paranoid wake up thinking I slept through an alarm. Yeah. <laughs> and I look at the clock and it's 1215. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh you've been asleep for an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah. So oh, yeah. I do, I do oh, the yeah. same thing um, before Disney races. Like worry that oh, I'm that's probably worse because you got to. Yeah, you got to get the bus first. at three thirty or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it's like oh, it's a half marathon in five hours. Okay, go to sleep, wake up. Oh, there's still three and a half hours away. It's like, <laughs> yeah, frustrating. So we, we, Did I we just do sleep the, at the start. <laughs> yeah, and and we aren't that far from the airport. I mean, but I'm I'm probably only saving forty five minutes to an hour by not going up the morning of as opposed to the day before. Right. But that hour. When you know you're waking up at four, is a that's a big hour. <laughs> it makes a difference. So we've been doing that lately, and we are different than you guys in that when we get there, you know, we're landing probably eight thirty, nine o'clock in the morning, sometimes ten if it's the seven a.m. flight. We want to get to the parks as fast as possible, so we will go check in. We'll drop our bags with porters, just like you described. But then we're either driving to a park or we're on the next bus to a park. So we want to hit the ground running, and I. That's why I said I never really thought about the like nap by the pool and, and uh, have a, a lunch at the resort. That sounds fantastic. Uh, we've never yeah. done it. Though. We, we're always, I mean, hey, we got to see Main Street. I'm going. Maybe try it when you're going down without kid. Yeah, see maybe how it grabs you. Kind of feeding us, so that's yeah. probably true. Yes. Um, because that's like I don't sleep on the plane either. No, I, I was going to ask Amy. Do you you don't you don't you don't sleep on the plane? From it sounds like either. You know, I, I in the past I could sleep much more easily on the plane. There was a time when I could fall asleep before we would even take off, <laughs> and then I would wake up when we landed. <laughs> so it's like trip I goes fast for you. And be like, oh, yeah, just like a blink and it's over. These days, I no, I can't sleep on a plane anymore. Yeah, I'm, so, I'm sorry. Kind of, my, my wife will fall asleep on the plane. Sometimes my son will fall asleep on the plane. I'm just sitting there like, and I usually end up in the middle seat, believe it or not, at my size. Because <laughs> my son wants the window. Yeah. So my wife takes the aisle, and there's only one seat left when you're a group of three. That's true. <laughs> so I got a feeling as he gets taller, and I, because what I do now is I just take his leg room. Oh, that's <laughs> going to change. Room. That's going to change soon. I, mean, I feel bad for Beck. Yeah, she's totally getting stuck in the middle. So, so much spreading. <laughs> so much spreading is going to happen. You're going to so, have to get uh, that fourth seat. <laughs> so we're usually gung-ho park right away, but our normal day is a midday break. So okay. we are not sunrise to sunset at the park, especially because we travel a lot in the summer. And, you know, unless you're like a first timer or you don't mind the heat as much or maybe you start the day later, 
I just can't fathom being on that pavement from like 1 to 4 p.m. Yeah. I am much happier either, like you even mentioned, nice long lunch in a restaurant. Yeah. At least get out in the sun for a couple hours. But more often than not, we're back to the resort. And that usually means a nap for my son. But we don't tend to change our evening all that much. And, and he's usually in bed 8, 30, 9 o'clock. So it was for years we were going to Walt Disney World and never saw a fireworks show. Because we still want to be back in the room by 8, 8.30, get him showered in bed. You know, still fall asleep at 9 a little bit later. So we could wake up the next morning and get back to another rope drop. We, we, we definitely had better experiences being in the parks first thing in the morning than trying to push it to late at night. Now that's changed a little bit lately. Uh, we've been staying up a little bit later. Uh, we did the Christmas party a couple winters ago. Was it last winter? Yeah, it was last winter. Last winter. Um, yeah, yeah, when he got sick as a dog. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, he, he was out till almost midnight that night. So uh, maybe I think it's going to shift as we get into the preteen and teen years, kind of like you are with your daughter. But right now, you know, we've gone from the, hey, he can nap in the stroller midday, you know, mid-morning and mid-afternoon when he was really little and taking multiple naps a day, to let's all just get out of the sun for a couple hours midday. It's, uh, you know, I think it does change depending on the age of your group. Yep, that's a great point. And I mean, we would kind of program those, you know, I, I joke about beer garden, but it, it actually is a really great midday, depending on when your day starts. You know, if I'm up at 530, midday is already 1130. So, you know, hitting that early ADR, yeah. getting a good hour, hour and a half out of the sun in the AC, it, 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 almost regardless of the time of year, but definitely in the summer. Um, you know, find, finding a place that you can spend a good chunk of time. Um, if you're not nappers, you just, yeah, it, it's good to just recharge. Yeah, and I noticed that, like, when we did uh, the Halloween party a couple of years ago or Christmas last year, because those were shorter trips, we were less likely to nap Yeah. and do more what you just described, just kind of get out of the, off our feet for an hour and a half and have a long lunch. And so I think that's a factor, too, just... It, Sometimes having the you know, week-long or longer vacation feels like you have the luxury of resting because you can take it a little bit slower. But there's still you know, an enormous amount of attractions and water parks and et cetera that you want to get to. So sometimes it feels like you're wasting time <laughs> when you nap. But I think particularly if you're on a multi-day trip where you can have a little bit of downtime in the middle, it's helpful. Otherwise, if you go, 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 you're going to crash after three days. Yep. And that, that fourth or fifth day is going to become very miserable. Yep, and we've done that too, where our fourth day will be a planned nothing in the morning except the water park during the day, and then in the afternoon, evening, figure out what we want to do. Be, be for that very reason, because, you know, like, I, I, I'm up, some people in my party might decide, oh, yeah, well, let's get up, we'll, I'll get up with you. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you think you can hang with me? That's good. Good luck. <laughs> I welcome you. But, you can't uh, yeah. go to the fuel rod station and recharge like Paul does. No, 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 no. <laughs> you know, he's going to start making some money. They're going to start charging three bucks for the fuel rod swaps now. <laughs> yeah, there, it's, it's funny how people are blaming Disney for that. Apparently, Disney was the only place they didn't charge to swap. Right. <laughs> so it's like... So... But, but it, I mean... They, I, I don't think people understand that Disney pays for those to be there <laughs> it has always been an option yes. since their invention right. to purchase your own portable yes. phone charger from yep. you know, 
you know, Anchor is a good brand, uh, Mopi, you know, there are many brands. There are plentiful brands. They are plentiful in your local stores where Elton you can brand. purchase one and have it forever at your Elton brand disposal. <laughs> and not brand. and not to have to not to have to swap <laughs> it out in a machine and you know, buy your own, man. Just buy your own and carry it around with you. Like you're carrying a fuel rod, why don't you just buy your own charger? Yeah, somebody brought it- up if Fuel rod Forever. is an opportunity to charge your battery from 34% to 48%. Yeah. I think, <laughs> I think it was Derek Mergen said that. Yes. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's about right. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah that's about right. <laughs> nice. This will get me back to the resort, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I, man, it just sounds like another thing to, like, to misplace in my bag. You know, yeah. those fuel rods. Well, and, and, like... and what's funny is I do have, for my old phone, I don't have one now, um, I had the portable charger phone case. So I literally mm. would flip a switch and it would charge the phone from the case. Mm-hmm. I remember those. I think they still yeah. sell those. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah so. they do. I just don't have one for my current phone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So thinking right. about Walt Disney World naps, if you are one that goes back to the resort to nap, you know, that's a bit of a commitment because you're probably, I mean, unless you're staying, you know, Magic Kingdom and contemporary type distance, right. you're probably getting on a bus, you're driving your rental car back to your resort. But, uh, you know, thinking about Disneyland, I feel like the strategies out there are a little bit different. And I'll have to rely on, on Amy because you've actually been there. We have our kind of help me game plan for next summer because we're going to Disneyland for the first time. I'm so excited for that trip, by the way. I, I am mm. so excited for that trip. Mm. Uh, so, as I'm thinking about nap time at Disneyland versus Walt Disney World, I know everyone talks casual. It's a it's a locals park, and you don't queue up for lines for characters. There's all these great differences about Disneyland versus Disney World. How about the like getting back to your resort and resting concept? How does that differ? Well, number one, where are you staying? We're staying at the Disneyland Hotel, Amy. So how, how would that impact our stay? Well, you are lucky because you're in easy <laughs> you're in easy walking distance from um, Disney California Adventure or Disneyland Park. So you could just you know walk to the parks in the morning or whenever you wish to go, and then it's an easy walk back to the hotel. Or you could also use the monorail, depending on. Um, depending on what time of the year you're going it may be closed during the day because of the heat so uh, what time of the year are you going oh the hottest time july oh boy yeah i think the monorail will be closed for you in the afternoon no oh boy just so it's too hot yeah because the the monorails out there are not climate controlled they just have windows that can open and i think you know during those hottest parts of the day sometimes they will shut the monorail down for the the safety of of everybody being enclosed in that thing so well, the comfort and safety you know I'm, I'm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so i i'm gonna say plan on walking back and forth but it's not a long, long walk yeah, g- give me a uh, sense amy is enjoyable. that is that like is that like magic kingdom to contemporary is it like studios to the dolphin like like what what distance are we talking 
Ballpark. You know, I would probably like it more to studios to the Dolphin. Okay. Then maybe or studios to boardwalk, and but very like visually entertaining because you're going to be walking through their downtown Disney district. So there are shops, restaurants. There's always music, um, whether it's live music or music you know being played through the speakers. Um, You can you can walk through. Uh, the world of Disney store for part of it, you know, to oh, get a little dangerous. bit of air conditioning. And, oh, you know, that's dangerous. And, you know, that's going to cost me at, money. <laughs> yeah, it is, this, it is this, dangerous. This sounds like the old school Disney Disney Village or uh, downtown Disney before it became Disney Springs, and you could walk, you know, that long way around at Saratoga. Mm. Well, well, yeah, and you could, you could also walk through, like, you could cut it to where uh, what's the name of that store? Oh, uh, Trendy. Now where Trendy is, you could like walk, go into Trendy on one end of that building and walk through, and then exit yeah, yeah, that end of the, the yep. building where yep. Arebus Brothers is. Yes. <laughs> walk out there with your bags, and then like you go in. No doubt, one, purchase yeah, something. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, but um, they're downtown Disney. Uh, it's fun, you know, it's like cheerful and everything just to walk through there. And, you know, there's restaurants and sometimes depending on if, if it's the weekend or morning or evening, there will be live entertainment. Um, so, oh gosh, I missed her down. The last time I went to Disneyland was 2011. So it's been a long time. But I missed their downtown Disney. Just, you know, it was very relaxed. Just walking through there, uh, the monorail. The monorail is helpful if you can take it. If you can use the monorail, like the the boarding and you know the embarking and disembarking station in Disneyland for the monorails in Tomorrowland. That's so if cool. you can catch it there. Yeah, you can catch it in Tomorrowland, and it will take you to the downtown Disney station, which is really close to the Disneyland Hotel. So if you can do that as much as you can, that is helpful. As far as saving some walking and maybe getting out of the heat, but it might be hot in there depending on what time of the day it is. And then they should have like Pluto and They should have Pluto and Goofy and Dante and, and Nana and all that, all those right by that train that station. All that disembarking and em- Barking that you said they could do? Barking. Oh. Insert Kawhi clip. <laughs> <laughs> Insert Kawhi Leonard laughing clip. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the Kawhi Leonard laugh. Please, Polly. <laughs> Please do it. Oh, it'll happen. <laughs> Please. It- I had to give you one to use that on. <laughs> oh, there. yes. Oh, yes there. Oh, oh, I love it. <laughs> That's a really, really good pun, though, actually. I appreciate the pun. But, Dean, I feel, like it, I feel like it will not be a problem for you at all to do that walk back and forth multiple times a day to the parks um, between the Disneyland Hotel and the parks. I feel like you would have no problem with it. Other than the shopping exposure, I think you're right. I think that's probably what we'll do. <laughs> yeah. I am very concerned about all the shops and walking through those that many times. 
<laughs> I mean, my you don't have to. No, my son's a shopaholic. I was just saying it's that, terrible. yeah. <laughs> you can get out of the heat a little bit. Like, if you go in that one end, you'll know when you get there. You can go in that one end of the World of Disney store and then, like, walk through the store and then exit out the other end. And that just gives you a little bit of, of a reprieve from the heat. But uh, otherwise, I, th- I think you'll I think you'll enjoy that walk. I think it'll be good. I think you're gonna have so much fun. That's oh, awesome. Now, how about the the overall vibe of like a vacation out there? Do you find that you're, you're thinking about napping and resting and being out out in the parks or outside of the parks as much as you do at Walt Disney World, or is it a a different take just because of the way the it's only two parks instead of four? They're closer together. Everything's kind of walking distance. It's not this whole endeavor to go to a park and go back. Does that change your philosophy? I think the fact that it's walking distance gives us less pressure about um, just transit times. Like, if you're going to go to the Magic Kingdom from uh, Old Key West Resort, let's say, Disney World, man, you've got to allow at least an hour. Depending on, you know, whether you just missed the bus for Magic Kingdom. And then there's the transit time and everything. And then, you know, walking from the bus stops at the park. And, you know, it's it's a lot of time that you lose. It's a lot of dead time versus if you're staying at the Disneyland Hotel and you're going to Disneyland, maybe a 10-minute walk. Maybe, depending on, you know, how fast or how slow you walk from there. And you're there at the park. Go right in, you know. Yeah, <laughs> if you think about that, if you're at Ma- if you're at a, a resort and you drive to Magic Kingdom, it takes you more than ten minutes to get from the TTC to Magic Kingdom. Yeah. Yes. Yes. You know, versus this is just a ten minute walk and you're there. And, and we've had so many times where we might do a dinner at a resort, and we're like, oh, let's just go back to our hotel and call it a night. I, I just don't feel like having to park in that parking lot and walk that far, you know, pull up at the, the last row of Animal Kingdom because they're still trying to park people and they, they won't let you take all the vacated spots of people that parked that morning. Oh, just, no. <laughs> drives me nuts. Oh, <laughs> it, no. you know, or like you said, waiting for a bus. If you just miss the bus, it could be a good 20 to 40 minutes before you're ready to go again. Mm-hmm. So th- this feels like it's just, it takes some of that stress off. It absolutely takes a lot of stress off. Plus, they have a restaurant there called, um, I think it's Steakhouse 55 at the Disneyland Hotel. And the breakfast there is so good. And you're going to want to go there and have breakfast. And maybe you should start saving now <laughs> so you can eat breakfast there like every day. Because I've it's heard good. good things about Steakhouse 55 in oh, general. Oh, so good. No, we, so good. I, I will definitely want to do a full-on Disneyland planning show as we get to next spring, and, yes. and start thinking about the vacation. That's but so you uh, might have to have some special guests on for that one. I think that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. But now, as you said, Disneyland's a little more relaxed. But if I wanted to go even more relaxed oh, in my baby. Disney vacation, Paul, where should we go next? What's Disney's even more relaxed? Head Island Resort. Yeah, so uh, other than, uh, you know, 48-minute walks where you almost get run over by carts. Listen. uh, (laughs) We've experienced some of your relaxation. Talk to us about the off-site DVC resorts and how that compares and contrasts with the sleep schedule and relaxing. Ah, Well, I first-hand experience for two of the three off-site DVC resorts. I've stayed at Vero Beach and at Hilton Head. 
have not stayed at Olani. My parents have. Um, so I can give you a little bit of their um, feedback towards the end of this. But, I mean, staying at Hilton Head in particular is geared around doing nothing. It is about hanging out in a hammock. It is about hanging out in an old den where there's like a pool table and a fireplace. It's about playing some shuffleboard. It's about cornhole with some family. There are barbecue pits everywhere for you to cook out yourself. Um, There are hammocks everywhere. The pool is arranged so that you can just lounge and lay out. It's just, it, it is just all geared around relaxation. There's horseshoes. It, 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 uh, I, it is the most relaxing Disney destination I can think of. And a lot of golf. Tons of golf. Well, that's off property. I was talking about yeah. on the property. But um, yeah, I mean, it, it, yeah, I mean, going beyond that, I mean, Hilton Head Island itself is a small city that is basically all urban planned. I mean, Walt would love it. And um, so much golf, fishing. Um, you know, if you're a beach person, you cannot beat the beaches there. Um, the water stays shallow for, and I'm not exaggerating, half a mile. <laughs> you could wow. just walk and walk and walk and walk and walk at low tide, and you could just be continually walking. It's great. Yeah, and I, I said golf kind of tongue-in-cheek because the, the point of that was just, you're right, the, the activities when you're at a destination vacation that isn't anchored by world-class theme parks right is it's what you make of it so i'm sure they have some daily guides and some activities and stuff going on but for the most part you're you're, it's almost like a camping trip in a way you're spending that family time you're you're doing like lawn chess and shuffleboard yes and and, uh you know other outdoor activities that might seem corny when you first talk about them but when you're on a vacation like that where it really is about hey let's relax let's just spend some time together as a family perish the thought let's unplug our cell phones like it's yeah you know it's uh you really get that downtime and so i think the idea that it's disney branded probably lends to the concept of quality but it definitely changes the entire vibe just because of where it's located yeah and i mean they definitely have activities during the day they'll have sightseeing tours they have they have a resort tour that they do every day um where you can learn some of the tips and tricks from the building of it the imagineering aspects there actually are natural hidden Mickeys, which is really cool. Um, and uh, and they have a dog, Amy, Shadow, <laughs> uh, which Woof. sometimes can be seen and sometimes cannot be seen. Hence the name Shadow? My, yeah. Well, it, and part of the lore is while they were building the resort, the Imagineers thought that the construction crew brought the dog and the construction crew thought that the Imagineers brought the dog. But there are subtle hints. Amy would love this. You go and the concrete has paw prints in it from where Shadow ran across it, nice. where it was wet. You go into the resort rooms themselves, and in the kitchen, there's the ring from the water bowl where Shadow's oh. water bowl was. <laughs> like, like it's, That's a it's good touch. That's nice. Stuff like, like that. that, yes. Love that. And, you know, and when I talk about relaxation, those trips are, yeah, I wake up early, I go get coffee, I sit and I drink the coffee on the balcony, just looking outside and when it's raining they have board games you check out and you just you know you could have them for your entire time uh you know dvc members get dvds blu-rays you just hang out if it's raining um i've played the canopy is so dense though if it's a light rain it won't hit the ground (laughs) 
which is a unique experience. Yeah. Um, with these, you know, huge live oaks and there's all kinds of peat moss hanging down. And so I've actually played horseshoes with my dad in the rain, which sounds weird, but it is so just the opposite of a Disney parks vacation. My wife would want to go there for probably a five-night vacation, and she would show up with five novels in hand. Yep, and, and it's they would a perfect be, place to read. And they she would be pick, read by the time we were done. Yep, and she could pick a different location if she wanted to read by the pool, if she wanted to read in a hammock overlooking the river. If she wanted to take the bus to Disney's Beach House, she could read over there, inside or outside. Um, they have a jambalaya-type festival with live music. Um, they have campfire songs and sing-alongs for the kids. It's a lot like Mickey's Backyard Barbecue, minus the food. Um, you know, s'mores kits you can get. Um, the aforementioned Mickey bars, of course, are <laughs> ever plenty. Um, they have daily trivia. You can win little, you know, little bits of candy if you get the trivia right. Um, it's just, yeah, it is, it is the epitome of relaxation. And I don't want to sell Vero Beach short. It's a very different vacation because Vero Beach is all beach. Um, it's very much beach town. Um, you can go down there. Dean, you'd like this for spring training baseball. Right, right. Dodgers, um, right? I think the Dodgers. There's a couple teams that play couple in that. A couple teams in there? Um, Grapefruit League, I think, um, that play in that eastern coast. Um, they have Indian River oranges and grapefruits that are It's not walkable. It's a couple miles away. But they have huge grove tours. Um, there's some really good breakfast places around Vero Beach, but again, it, it's not so much the Disney part of it, although the Vero Beach Resort does have a better restaurant um, on property. The Hilton Head Resort just really has a kind of a quick service window, for lack of a better word, and then your typical DVC sundry shop. The Vero Beach has a full-fledged restaurant where they've got um, you know, theme nights. Uh, they'll have characters at Vero Beach, like um, there's been Goofy that, that we've seen there, and he, he's in his 1920s beach outfit, <laughs> <laughs> like he's swimming, so that's fun. And uh, but it's it's very much that they have. Um, depending on the time of year, they will have the sea turtle hatching at Vero Beach. There's a little bit of that in Hilton Head, but it's much more prevalent at Vero. Um, okay, before Andrew audits me, I just looked it up, and the Dodgers stopped playing in Vero Beach about a decade ago. Okay. So I'm a, I'm a little old in my reference of Vero Beach and the Dodgers, but they did play there at one point, so I'm not wrong completely. Yeah, and, and, <laughs> and again, you're, you're close to the Space Coast. You know, yeah. if you wanted to go see a rocket launch, Kennedy is about an hour away, I think, Cape Canaveral, I, sh I should say. Um, it's about an hour away. If you are planning on doing a cruise, I would not necessarily recommend overnighting at Vero. It's a little far for right, that. Right. Um, maybe it's an hour and a half. But um, yeah, it's it's definitely, it's, it's also relaxing. The benefits of Vero over Hilton Head are, it's a little easier to get into because it's a much larger resort. And if you do have a family large enough to stay in the Grand Villa, those things overlook the beach. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, very cool. Um, with regard to Alani, um, like I said, I haven't stayed there. My parents have. Uh, they said that really three days is kind of pushing it for there. It is very much geared towards an all-inclusive type feel without an all-inclusive pricing. <laughs> so, you want to do the Lazy River, but the tubes cost extra. 
Um, you want to do like the on-site luau, but it's very expensive. You can get maybe a better luau off property for a better price, but you do get that Disney um, quality, which is really what you're paying for. But um, from a Hawaiian perspective, if you're going purely Hawaii, I mean, I understand it if you got DVC points and you can get a room there, but you, you may be better served to do all together those things piecemeal someplace other than uh, Olani. That was their opinion. They've been to Hawaii probably a dozen times. So, I mean, I, I trust them on their Hawaii knowledge. Well, I, I've but, heard similar in that it, you're not going to fill, well, you could, but typically you're not going to fill a week's activity with no. what's offered at Olani. And You're kind of done the, after two days. Right, and what? to pay the Olani price as a home base to right. try to go do your other Hawaii activities is probably not the best use of your money. Right. Yep, and that's basically what they said. It's very nice, very well done, very well designed, very well themed. I mean, you know, Joe Rody was involved. But um, it's spendy. Yeah, no doubt. Well, as we're going on our journey of Disney vacations, and you use the word very relaxing and spendy, <laughs> there's also Disney Cruise Line. Yeah, there is. <laughs> um, with the exception of paying for the ridiculously priced data to continue to use your cell phone, this will actually force you to not use your phone for yeah. however long cruises. That was my that was my wife's favorite part of our two Disney cruises. Yeah, I, I mean, was, that, I was not on my phone. <laughs> that that is a it's a factor. I mean, it's it's a big. Uh, change, I think, to a lot of modern lifestyles to not have your phone, to not, to not constantly document your doings of a vacation on social media. It's just a, a change in behavior and, and therefore, I think, a change in your sleep patterns. So, uh, I, you mentioned, Paul, that maybe the cruise itinerary might impact the way you approach your, your rest. So, talk a little bit about that. Yeah, um, when we, we took the, the dream out of Canaveral and we've taken the magic out of Copenhagen and did the Norway Fjords cruise. That was actually over the summer solstice where the sun kind of dips really low but doesn't quite set all the way. I personally wanted to be awake when the sun went up and awake when the sun went down, which actually chopped my sleeping to about two and a half hours. <laughs> On Father's Day, I was up drinking coffee at 11.45, and I took the picture of me and my brother-in-law. And when I tell you, it looked like sunset. Like, it was golden hour. It was 11.45 p.m. local time. Wow. And it, it was, it, yeah. So that, that, that changed my sleeping patterns. Um, with regard to sea days, very relaxing. Wake up whenever you want it. When it was days we wanted to get off the boat, we were up maybe probably on average an hour earlier than we would have wanted to as a group. Just because when we wanted to make sure that we got up, got ready, got breakfast, and were ready to disembark as soon as we could. Yeah, I, I think that's important to think about too when, when you're uh, like kind of mapping it out because we, ha we no longer, when we do the NASA run, you know, the, the, the typical uh, Disney dream itinerary. Yep. We, we no longer get off the ship at NASA. Yeah, we didn't get off the ship at so NASA either. That definitely changes our behavior on that given day versus the others because there's no need to get up too early. Although I will tell you, if you follow the navigator, there could be activities you want to do in the morning. Oh, there are tons uh, of them. Yeah. That are and, the and, and a great time to ride the aqueduct. Yeah. So that kind of stuff can change your behaviors a little bit just just based on itinerary like uh, 
I, I will say the um, the days that you're in Castaway. Now, in prior cruises, you know, we wanted to get out there. We we ran the 5K. Mm-hmm. We would want to go squat a spot on the beach, get the the seating in the area that we wanted it to be. This past cruise, having the cabana at our disposal, <laughs> that cha- that changed our behavior too. We didn't have to get up and worry about where we're going to be on the beach. Our spot was already taken for us. So um, some of that stuff, I think, uh, impacts it. But I just find the general nature of the cruise is relax. Yeah, um, I agree. You, you know, to the, the extent of just how much the, the service is ob- above and beyond what you normally experience at a restaurant with your service team. You know, the, when uh, when my son was little, they wanted to come over and cut up his dinner for him. They, they right. said, you, you guys cut it up 360 days a year. Let us do the other five. Right. That's just a complete shift of uh, attitude and of service compared to any other Disney vacation that you're going to take. Amy, you can sleep whenever you want. They have lots of TVs to watch basketball games. What do we got to do to get you on a cruise? Uh, it, not have it go out to sea. Mm. <laughs> so you're more of a Queen Mary. There you go. <laughs> Docked. Docked in San Diego. <laughs> That's too funny. You know, they've, they've done the cruise to nowhere in New York before, but it, it did technically go in the water, but it never yeah, it left did. the harbor. Yeah, so it seems like Amy would only get on a cruise if it's like the Queen Mary and it's just docked in San Diego yeah. or wherever wherever that is. But, well, the, um, yeah. The vast shores of Kentucky, maybe. The vast shores of Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, uh, you know, it just seems like no matter where you are, Disney Cruise, Disney Vacation, even if you're in the parks, you're not in the parks, all of it, that is the good stuff. This has been the good stuff. Thank you for listening to Butter and Bacon. personalized trip planning services and expertise, please contact Becca via email at Becca at AdventuresOutThereTravel.com, on Twitter at AIOT Travel, or visit our website, AdventuresOutThereTravel.com, where you can get more information, read our blog, subscribe to our newsletter, and request a quote. Let them know Butter and Bacon session. You can follow Butter and Bacon on Twitter at Butter and Bacon. Instagram as Butter and Bacon Podcast. And please contact us via email at butterandbaconpodcast at gmail.com. To get good stuff delivered hot and fresh, please subscribe to Butter and Bacon in your podcast app of choice. My dearest listener, it is with deepest pride and greatest pleasure that we welcome you tonight. And now we invite you to relax. Let us pull up a chair as Bert et Bacon proudly presents your outtakes. Whoa! Hello, Dee Dee. I don't think I've talked to you in uh, about a year and a half. That's what Feels I'm like it. Hey, hey Dee Dee. <laughs> I think I think my last Skype recording before today said like September fourth. Sounds about right. That's way too long.
Okay. You don't look a day over six. This is true. <laughs> it's amazing how many people probably think that that's my kid. Well, the... I like the other one. And Paul, Paul, we have to take your age and multiply by seven, right? Because we see a dog uh, in your photo. Right. Yes, correct. <laughs> and Dean is just perpetually a, uh, I don't know, lanyard. You look, you look like a lanyard Hawaiian cruise guest. I am on a cruise in that photo. You're, you're <laughs> correct about that. Right. You are, you are 100% right. We I'm actually still, have... Go ahead. I still associate Dean with that picture of uh, Mr. Incredible that he had for a long time. Yes! I can probably figure out how to bring that back. I'd get a tech guy to help me. I got Mr. Incredible back on that my That was Twitter. the funniest outtake we listened to. <laughs> I figured out how to add people. I can fire the tech guy. <laughs> he said, he, he, he was so, he was so, he's like, hey, hey, look at me. <laughs> so that was fantastic. <laughs> well, you know was who the, we recognize. What's the point for him? What's his point to make himself unrecognizable so that Laker fans wouldn't know that it was him yeah. coming back. New New Year, new me. <laughs> and this is like new Coke or something like oh. <laughs> Crystal Clear Pepsi. Like oh. what is this? What is this? I don't know what is this? He's come on man. Yeah, but but oddly enough I don't like to stay in the same park. Is that, that's why almost the, for me, oh, this beeping is going to be annoying. Let's wait for the school bus to get done beeping, <laughs> and then I will continue this talk. Robot Polly, stop. Polly, your language. <laughs> this is what happens when Robot Polly goes backwards. He beeps. <laughs> Man, he started talking about, you know, park hopping, and then all of a sudden his language went really blue. It went salty. Yeah. <laughs> salty sea dog. Not gonna make it go. <laughs> you could have just not said anything and have my sneeze go over it. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Excuse me. I felt the sneeze coming, but I couldn't hit the mute fast enough. No, oh, that was great. Cut out oh. anything, but... Yeah. Oh, Mr. Whoa. Whoa. Whoa, Whoa, Robo Amy. Amy, Whoa, everyone went robot. Oh, that was you. <laughs> that was you. <laughs> you guys. You're still breaking up like crazy. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, wow. <laughs> Amy, there? You guys. No, your connection is terrible. Yes, wow. Oh, no. What do we do? No, this will be fine. Better. That's better. You might be back uh, now. Might uh, be back. Hello? Uh, hello. Now you sound clear. So, uh, I've yeah, been so... sitting here as, like, know, this whole I time. I know, I know. That's not what I meant. <laughs> yeah, so Amy needs whoa, the whoa, Queen Mary. Whoa. Oh, <laughs> if you were, if you, I couldn't understand anything you said. I feel like this is Amy boy. putting her hands over her eyes and saying, "You can't see me." <laughs> <laughs> uh oh, Murder Cat just snored. She's not interested. <laughs> wow, we're losing Murder Cat.
Yeah, but Amy, is the interesting... Amy, did we lose you? Amy, you there? Uh-oh. Oh. Wow. Listen, I know I made the bark joke earlier, but this is getting rough. Yeah, nice. <laughs> I didn't understand that. No, I didn't understand the word of that. <laughs> We're going to fill the outtakes with Robot Amy, I tell you yeah, that. Yeah, we are. <laughs> oh my gosh. It must be windy in Kentucky today because your connection's terrible. Wow. Jingle bell, jingle bam!